tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! We're here, guys. Can you believe it? Take it in. It's coming to an end. That's right. (laughs) It is sad. I know. Welcome, everyone, to uh, our after show here for Bloodline. We are on season one, episode 12. 12. It's coming to an end. 12 is your favorite number? Perfect. Sure is. Then here we are, Kate. It's meant to be just for you. Uh, we have an exciting episode tonight. We have a special guest later on. A little, a little killer little, guest. Uh, oh, oh, <laughs> hint, hint. <laughs> a, a killer it. guest. Yes. So I'm Allison it, Dean. I'll be here all night. <laughs> She will. I actually will. She'll sit right here next to me. Um, yes, super excited for tonight's episode. Uh, you're going to want to stick around and find out who that guest is. You, of course, can find us on YouTube all the time at uh, youtube.com forward slash TV. You can also listen to your heart's content on SoundCloud and iTunes. You can find us all there. And uh, be sure to interact with us and chat with us, leave comments, like us, rate us, speak to us, all of that good stuff. We like all of your interactions. In fact, we love it so much that we would really appreciate you guys heading on over to Podcast One. There's an excellent uh, listener survey at podcastone.com that would really be fantastic for you to head on over because we want to make sure to have all of your responses and input for all of our episodes. We want to make sure that our shows are the very best that they can be, that we're hitting all the points that you guys want to find out about, that you are thoroughly enjoying your time when you come to AfterBuzzTV.com. So, be sure to head over to PodcastOne.com. The survey is really quick. It'll only take you about three minutes. You can leave all your responses, all your opinions. Tell us how you really feel about all of the shows, and that way it'll help us get to know you better, and we can hone in on some some good stuff. So do it now. Take the podcast one survey, podcastone.com. Just a couple Maybe minutes. Maybe not right now, but like, you know, after our show. Fair enough. Okay. Fair enough. Take Allison's advice. Yeah. And uh, keep those tweets and comments coming. We love them. For sure. <laughs> yes. Very good. I am your host, Blake V, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Blake V Media. And I am Allison Dean. You can find me everywhere at The Allison Dean. Hi, guys. I'm Kate Aquilano, and you can find me everywhere at Kate Aquilano. Yes, and you can find me, Mary Lou Mandel, at all social media at Mary Lou Mandel. That covers it. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun. Very good, guys. I like it. That Um, was intense, guys. We should be getting a phone call like any moment now, too. Okay. Well, good. Should we tell them who this, who this guest is? Absolutely. Let's let them know. So, uh, we have with us, literally, uh, he plays someone that was out to get Danny. Uh, it's, uh, Tyler Cravens and he played Ralph Ralph Lawler. Ralph but he went Lawler. against the Lawler. <laughs> Ralph was scary. He, he was. was so scary. Yeah. He was. He was intense. He had that like quiet 
scary. Yeah, he was that's good. the worst kind. He was good. He was he like that was another perfect. We've actually, you know, that really has been like spot on casting for the yeah, show. Yeah. I have to say, it's been they, amazing. They've done good. Those and casting even, people. Yes, and even for the small periods of time that they're on, like even mm-hmm. for just an episode or a moment mm-hmm. or whatever it is, every person fits their like perfection. Yeah. It's amazing. I love it. And like like I said, he he was more intimidating to me than Lowry, which he, Lowry is like runs the whole smuggling drug unit thing, and he was so much more intimidating. Yeah, he I was guess. a perfect hitman. Yes, he was for sure. Yeah, he was, and he had some great moments with some some key people. So we'll he have did. to chat with him about that. Definitely, yes. I can't wait to know about all of his experiences on set. T minus three minutes. Excellent. Maybe uh, overall impressions, everyone, for episode twelve. Yes. Okay. So I feel like this episode was really like the ramp up. It's like the game changer of the whole entire season. Like if anybody oh, ever yes. thought that there was maybe like a slow build or just like little teasers, I mean, like we're down to two and. It's going off. Things are getting crazy. Yeah. Things I, are popping off. I'm surprised <laughs> what happened in this episode didn't happen in the final episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that surprised me. How like because usually the one before the finale is kind of just like the ramp up, and you're mm-hmm. like, wow. That just happened. So now I'm like, well, what's going to happen in the finale? I mean, right. obviously, I know he's going to... We're just going to get right into it. Danny... <laughs> oh, wait. S- we are going to get right well, into I'm it? I'm just going to say. Oh. But not episode 13. No. Episode 12. There we go. Get into that it. That he <laughs> dies. Yeah, he yes. does. Well, yeah, you know, does. here's the thing. I was not... <gasps> I thought that there still could be a chance. Maybe that's because I was... he's alive? No, no. Well, in episode 12, because the way that they ended it, he was floating for we don't know how long. They, like, he's definitely... Floating. Yeah, yeah. But Face I didn't... down. I was still hopeful that maybe John would have a moment of, like, oh, shh. And, like, I'm going to save my brother and pound his chest and get the water out of his lungs and save mm-hmm. him. I I thought there was a what glimmer. What about that flash forward we saw back in episode one of him carrying like I, we a, didn't know he was dead we didn't know we didn't know it looked bad but we didn't know anyway I was hopeful he's dead yeah yeah, yeah. No, so sad. Yeah, we were discussing this earlier we were just concerned he was gonna float away the whole time during that scene oh. I don't know how they kept him put I know I'm like, we can I was very tide? stressed during that I'm like hey, he's, don't move him don't move he's him gonna, he's gonna go yeah <laughs> get him get him in <laughs> I love him I love you Ben Mendelsohn oh my gosh he is yeah. the greatest he's you love him. You don't love. Danny. I love Danny. I love oh, Danny. God. I love him. Just team Danny all the way. I can't. I'm team Danny. I can't. Dano. 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 I'm team Dano. Team Dano. I mean, yeah. Things were getting a little intense in that last convo. Beg me. Yeah, Beg but, me. Yeah. But like the lead up to that, where you know, like we've got Kevin and the gun. Like, is Kevin going to do something? Mm-hmm. And it's like Meg going to do. No, something? Kevin was he, too like, much of a wuss. He jumps in on Meg in Meg's house. You know, like. Every interaction that Danny and Meg have, I am concerned for Meg's safety. Yeah. Like, and that's your brother. Like, that, sh- that feeling shouldn't be there. And, again, when he goes into their house and, like, threatens her for the, I don't know, hundredth time during the yeah. series, I'm like, when is enough Yeah, enough? and, you know, that brings up a good point, too, because I feel like really his issues were not directly with Meg. Like, no. I'm a little confused as to why he's so aggressive against Meg, mm-hmm. because I feel like a lot of his anger and, and issues are directed more to, towards John, for example, or his parents. I think it has a lot to do with not filing the paperwork for the end. I think he knows that that was something that she had direct control over, mm-hmm. and she was the one that made the conscious decision, <gasps> is Tyler with us? <laughs> How did you guys know I was even here? We knew because it. we have a fabulous engineer in the in the booth right now who just she held up a sign. Off. Yeah, she gave us a little clue. So, <laughs> God bless you, Marissa Serafini. We love you. I just, I just I was just listening to you chat along, and I didn't even know. <laughs> 
And we were like, there you are. Yes, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for burning the midnight oil, even though it's not the midnight for us, but it is for you. Oh, no, it's yeah, totally my pleasure. You know, uh, we've had Bill and Jeremy on and, and, um, and uh, Gino, so I love those guys. So Good. once I saw, I've been watching all of your episodes, and um, I, just, I just wanted to be a part of it. So I, I reached out, and you guys uh, welcomed, me, welcomed me with open arms. That's cool. We're Aww. so happy. That, that you is the best know. news, Tyler. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I, love that. Awesome. I know. Excellent. Well, thank you so much. We're really excited. We want to know all about it. So this... <laughs> Let me just let me just start there. Yeah, you ladies have really you've really done a great job. I'm I'm really impressed actually because um, um, I think Jeremy touched on it too. We all of us actors we've just kind of followed the show and have been become fans ourselves, and have really been just kind of happy to be a part of such a such a dynamic show and. And 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 overall, you guys have, have been right in line with what I've been thinking all along when mm-hmm. I was watching the show. Of course, I binged it. You know, unfortunately, right. you guys couldn't watch Ugh. it. It's been torturous. Oh, Torture. <laughs> yes, the only people yeah, on the planet. Like <laughs> but how did you like that? How did you like this episode twelve? Well, we didn't. I mean, you certainly had a had a rough ending go there. Yeah. Go of it. Yeah. Okay, this, so let's ask you the same thing. Like, we, we asked our, our guy who played Rafi, how did you feel when you found out you were going to die? In the- <laughs> <laughs> well, I was waiting to die all along. Um, after I did episode 10, I, I wasn't sure. They had told me I was pretty much coming back because during the audition process, they told me it was possible recurring. But I didn't know for sure. Um, I think you guys have gotten enough information up to this point to know that we were all left in the dark. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, so once I knew I was coming back for episode 11, um, and I, I got the script once I got down to the Keys, because I, I live in Orlando as well, so once I got to the hotel, they, they gave me the full script. So I, I breezed through it real fast, and I went all the way to the end to see if I died yet. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and no, they kept me around through, through episode 11, so I kind of knew I was coming back in 12. Um, and was just crossing my fingers that I would make it through the to the finale. But um, then when I got into twelve, almost got the script for twelve, and I saw how it happened. But when I saw how it happened, I was like, ah, the best way to go. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Very you know. monumental moment there. And you had some really good yeah. moments. Um, the scene that you had with Sally at the beginning of the episode. What was it like working with Sissy Spacek? Like, how long did? How many times did you have to do that particular scene? Yeah, uh, that's awesome that you got to work with her. Yeah. Legend, come uh, on. Yeah, that's like a career builder right there. I mean, that's <laughs> one of those things that you... Yeah, I mean, it's even more than a notch in the belt. It's it's one of those things that... I've been very fortunate in my career um, in this region. We we have a larger productions that do come into town, you know, from time to time and that sort of thing. And I've been very fortunate to work with some of the icons in the industry. And she is definitely top, top notch for me on that. Oh, yeah. And she was so welcoming. I met her in the van, and she turned around right away and stuck out her hand and introduced herself. It was just like... She's a she's she's great. She she's is fantastic. But you were in that scene. I was particularly impressed with just how you handled delivering all that information. I mean, your lying ability, or I should say, you acting like a your liar. Acting ability, spot on, Tyler. <laughs> very very yeah, good this, line. This episode was fantastic, and you played a huge part in that. You did an, a fantastic job in your role, and this episode was really mind blowing for all of us. Yes. I mean, just really, we weren't expecting a lot of what happened. Hey, you I cut wasn't. out on me a little bit. Are you still there? Oh, oh yeah, sorry, wait, we're, we're here. here. Can you hear us now? Oh no, did we? Are we having technical difficulties? 
No, okay, I did you guys hear? I just heard you. You cut out right when you were telling me how great I was. Oh, <laughs> oh so, so don't worry. We'll repeat it. <laughs> Are you back with us? Can you hear us now? Yes, Good. I can hear you all now. Okay, excellent. So, so yeah, um, no, yeah. I, I didn't quite get the, the question, though. Oh, yeah. Just, I think I was still going on about how wonderful <laughs> you were. It was, just, it was, it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. This, this episode was just really shocking for us. We weren't expecting so much of what happened, and the role that you played in this whole episode was just... Well, my, my question for you guys, can you hear me? Because you're cutting in and out a little bit. Oh, uh, we, we can happening? hear you. We're, yeah, we can we hear, can hear you. you clearly. Okay. Yeah, good. For some reason, when, when one of you talks on top of the other, it cuts well, you out. But that's oh, okay. Oh, that's our issue. Um, my question for you guys, and, and I'm just curious to know your, your feedback, because you guys have been so in tune with the show all along. Did you think that that would have been Danny's demise? Did you think Ralph was going to take him out? Oh, no, I didn't think. Actually, when I saw you approaching um, the motel, I, I, there was no part of me that thought uh, he was going to die. Uh, I didn't know that you were going to die, um, but I just thought the whole, when he grabbed that seashell to use it as an ashtray, I was a little yeah. suspicious of that. And uh, as we know, Danny is kind of, or at least he has been, a bit two steps ahead of some of the things that have been going on. Uh, you know, not not forever. Um, but, so I, I didn't think that he was going to go. No. But I didn't think you were going to go either at that point. So, uh, I kind of thought that when he grabbed that seashell thing, he was going to use it. I was like, he's going to kill him with that. I don't know. The way he grabbed it, I was like, sorry, Ralph. Like, sorry, you're not going to make it. (laughs) No, I agree. The way he grabbed it was very telling. Yes. uh, There was just something in his demeanor throughout the play of it. Um, But when I was reading the script, I didn't see it coming. Um, they didn't. They didn't play it out that way in the script at all. Ben really brought that home. What were the differences? Um, it was just very straight telling. Um, they, they they referred to the conch shell with him flicking his ashes into it while he was on the phone with uh, with John, and then they spent a lot of time in the script on John. Um, and then my entrance, um, they didn't really spell out how I kind of, they, they said I just kind of snuck into in the back entrance, but it didn't really spell out a lot of what you saw there. Right. And, um, and then, and then it cut to me on the floor, basically, yeah, and actually, having been conked in the head. <laughs> With the conch. <laughs> like, very interesting how that all played out. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. And actually, the yeah, way that, that they edited it, I actually sorry, thought the way that they edited that scene where, you know, we didn't see your face initially. We just saw the body, you know, lying on the floor. Even at that point, I, at that point, I knew it yeah. was you and not Danny, actually. Mm-hmm. I was pretty certain that, uh, although I, I think I would have liked to have seen how that went down, you know? Right, like, I right, would have liked to have seen that. Yeah. So that was yeah. well. I agree, and that's that's kind of my fingers crossed as an actor that they may they may retell that in the second season um, because uh, I, there's no real spoiler here. I don't know if I'm coming back in the second season for any flashbacks or anything. Oh, um, well, with these producers, you never know. I don't know how they do the producers and the writers, the creators, how they puzzle piece yeah. these storylines together so beautifully and so far in advance. Exactly. They're will, they're able to see seasons in advance. We're kept on the edge of our seat and they just have everything planned out. It worked out. It must be so cool to be on the inside. I mean, as on the inside as the actors were. I know you only got so many scripts at at once, but to see (laughs) kind of that process. I I tell you, it's one of the highlights of my of my uh, professional life, as well as just as a fan of, of of film and television. 
Um, I was recently, I was just watching the SAG uh, conversations, the SAG Foundation conversations that they have on YouTube, and Ben Mendelsohn was recently on there. And he, he, if you guys get a chance to watch that, it's some real good insight as, as to his character and things like that and what he brought to the table. I will watch it, Tyler. Um, but <laughs> yeah, check it out. It's it's really, really great. And he, he has some real good lines in that. And it's just... You know, he, he quotes this show as the type of show that's the, bringing in the golden age of adult drama, you know, shows that we believe, that, that we've all been kind of craving for a long time. It doesn't spell it out for you, and it, it doesn't patronize you as a viewer. And, you know, as, as far as I'm concerned, for me, this is this is really, really something that uh, I, I really can't find the words that, mm-hmm. that, I'm, that I'm a part of it. And um, I've met some wonderful people. I know you guys have talked with Bill, and you've become friends with him, uh, social media and that sort of thing. But he's a really genuine, great guy, and somebody I still haven't even physically met in person. But, oh. uh, we've we've talked several times, and we're Facebook friends, of course. But and then um, of course, you know, you guys talked with Gino, and he's such a I, I don't know how much you delved into his history, but he is such a genuine, great person as well with a, with a great music career. I don't know how you guys mm-hmm. know about all that. Yeah, we talked a little bit about that with but, him. But it's really just one of those things for me that, that supports this region and the Southeast region of, of talent and actors. And, and these guys, these producers, um, Todd and Glenn and, and Daniel, they, they really allowed for us. Um, I know I, I was given free reign on the set to really kind of create whatever I wanted to create. I didn't have any special meetings. They didn't really dictate. Um, each director had kind of their own um, personal input. Um, and um, it just—it's it's one of the greatest experiences up up to date in my career. That's fantastic. And kind of speaking about uh, that process of really kind of having free reign and kind of getting to choose your own path. What was some of your preparation, or, or some of the ways that you um, really kind of got yourself ready for for these scenes and kind of your, your yeah. character's demise? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for that question. It's great because I I really focused on this guy. Um, I I always. And it's something about the beady eyes that I have, I think. I, I always play the serious kind of guy, uh-huh. um, and I always get uh, looked at for those types of things. But one of my favorite roles that I've always wanted to do was kind of the serial killer or the killer that you don't really know is the serial killer. And, and you touched on that scene with Sissy Spacek. I ate that scene up. As soon as I saw that in the script, guys, I leapt and whoop, whooped in my <laughs> I was like, thank you, Lord, I finally get this type of scene to play completely opposite of the intention of the character. And um, that that scene actually just came so easily to me because it was just just play it completely opposite of what my intent was. Um, But as far as that uh, preparation for the character, I... I really just found him, like I, I struggled a little bit because the producers didn't give me a lot of information about where Ralph came from. <clears throat> and um, I, I got another bit of story to tell you about Ralph. Ralph yeah. wasn't even Ralph Lawler in the beginning. If you guys don't know, I, I'm not sure if anybody ever told you, but I was originally white-haired man was the name of the character. White-haired yeah. man? Yeah. Were you supposed to yeah. have white hair? Yeah. <laughs> Well, when they when they sent out the casting, they asked you know, all the actors auditioning to be prepared to, if if asked to to bleach blonde your uh, your hair white. And I was working on another project, and I couldn't I couldn't bleach it once they booked me. And they're like, "It's okay, no big deal." Yeah, it seemed and, to work uh, so out just, really well because sorry? the the look of your character I think lended to his creepiness, like this character that you want to play of the the unknown yeah, killer, the dark menacing. Yeah. 
guy. Yeah, yeah, but it could be a regular exactly. dude. But thanks, he's also thanks a regular dude. Me cre- thanks for calling me creepy. Right? <laughs> you are creepy so well. So <laughs> convincing. You said beady eyes. <laughs> you said beady eyes. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's awesome. No, but seriously, as far as the character goes, it really just kind of came natural as, as the script was written. Um, even uh, Ben mentioned this as well. The, the script kind of let us know um, how to play what was what was intended mm-hmm. from these guys and and you know this guy was just a creepy killer and and, and the way I played it um, um, one of the directors came to me Ed Bianchi and he told me he was in episode 11 because you know we have different directors yep. each episode and Ed told me that he was a little confused about where I came from he said because what I did in in 10 and what I had been doing a couple of times with him in a couple of the scenes in 10 didn't lead him to believe that I was necessarily um, um, Wayne Lowry's crony. Okay. You know, just some little person. He's like, maybe you've been sent here from Wayne's bosses, and you might even have some superiority over Wayne. And so that kind of lent a little bit of a different feel when you're watching episode 12 of how I'm kind of dealing with Wayne in in a couple of our scenes. Mm -hmm. Um, That that added a flavor for me. I think it was actually a little, also it added to the creepy or the just, you know, the killer factor uh, that we didn't have much backstory because it makes it all the more... Yeah, I didn't really question it because we, you know, you're a contract killer. You're not supposed to know your backstory. Right, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly. Right. So I think that but was I good. did pitch a backstory to Todd Kessler on the set. I told him that I felt like Wayne and uh, Ralph have maybe a gay lover history in the military. <laughs> oh, um, well, okay then. <laughs> I like it. I like this. Season two. Huh? Season two. I it's going to come out. I have a question about, uh, we haven't talked about this scene yet, but when uh, you do a little beat down on Eric O'Bana. Bannon. Yes, Bannon. Yes. Yeah. Why does it? Because you, you're thinking of Eric, Eric Bana. Bana. <laughs> Sorry, you know what I'm talking about. But, uh, we like him, but it's not him. I do no. like him. Uh, how was that shooting that scene? Did you have to choreograph kind of the the beat down? How does that really work? Because it, it looked legit. It looked real good. Yeah, it was. It was totally choreographed. Um, he, um, uh, Jamie McShane, who was the actor, he was. He was padded up for the most part when he was on the ground, but you know when I came up behind him, of course the weapon was uh, a rubber weapon, and he was really great. He he's done a lot of uh, fight sequences himself as an actor because he worked on Sons of Anarchy, so he was real right. instrumental on helping me through that because he really wanted me to to cock him really hard on the back of the neck there and the first couple of takes I was a little tentative because I was really coming up behind him and, and he played it so well and I hit him pretty hard. Um, eventually, and we had a we had a stunt um, director who was on set who, who who that's what he does, and it was all choreographed all the way through until he hit the ground, and then the kicking part, Jamie actually had padding, um, a lot of padding, and I full on kicked him. I wow. mean, we, we shot that about six or seven times. Whoa. <laughs> He was bruised after that. I know. <laughs> For that scene, I actually thought you may have killed him because when you had the gun to his head, I was thinking, well, why wouldn't you? Have, why wouldn't you kill him at that point? If you were given the information you need, you don't really need to have him around. You don't need to have uh, Eric then tip off Danny on some level that this guy, you know, this crazy dude is about to get Danny. So I, I for sure thought he was done until we saw him coming out of the house well, when Chelsea got there. I agree. When I. Okay, 
and when the scene is that Chelsea's coming home from yep. work, I thought she was going to walk in on her uh, dead, dead body, dead yep. brother's body. Hundred percent, I thought so too. And then I was like, oh, good. I you, agree. You saved I agree. There's a little bit of that. There's a little gap there that I felt like that that could have left a question for the storytelling on that. But that's. You know, that's neither here nor there. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, so we could see, we're going to still see maybe uh, Eric next season. I love the character yes, of definitely. Eric. Mm-hmm. He's, he's series regular, so he's definitely coming back next season. Good old Eric. And uh, Ben is definitely coming back as well. <gasps> and I don't know if you guys know this, but they they pitched six seasons when they brought this to Netflix. <gasps> I did. So, yeah, wow. I don't know if they're contracted for six seasons, but I do know they, they have a scope for oh, six seasons. That boggles my mind. Place. Well, and because here's the thing. Plan. They, they, for sure, if Ben is coming back, it's it must be, and so I guess everyone that doesn't want to hear this, plug your ears right now. Um, it must be because there's layers of backstory that we're going to see that we didn't see this season, and that's how they're going to do it. Or John goes Absolutely. crazy and is now dreaming about that too, but maybe like Ben could is be. haunting him in his yeah. dreams. Mm-hmm. To- that could totally be it as or, well. Or you With guys, Sarah uh, when Danny was alive, he saw Sarah's ghost. Mm-hmm. So why can't Kevin and John and Meg see, see Danny's Danny. ghost? Yep, I, I ship that. That's totally I possible. Sh- <laughs> I like that a lot. I That's really that. cool. I, I mean, and you guys, you guys are in store for some good information in episode thirteen. Too, oh, so. I can't wait! I know, so God, it was, this was the hardest not to push next on Netflix yeah. and just and just get to it. Yeah, you know, just yes. trying to find out what happens. Yeah. So oh much! My gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh! So, um, so Tyler, is it fine for you to stick on the line with us for a little bit? We kind of want to discuss further the episode and kind of go into more uh, details about what happened. My pleasure. Okay, no great. Some of it you'll be able to uh, chime certainly in chime in on, uh, but we'll we'll kind of cover some of the the scenes that you were sadly not involved in. <laughs> <laughs> but we know that no you problem. have an opinion I'll on that. <laughs> Excellent. So, um, so let's maybe touch on John for a little. Yeah, bit. this episode was definitely like John's complete unraveling. Yep. Yes. And, like, starting from the beginning when his wife is like, you are always protecting him. Like, I thought you were going to do something and you didn't. It's this always this guilt that he has. And I'm just, and I see where the wife's coming from, but I also see where John's coming from. So it's like, but what do you want me to do? He's my brother, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a catch talk. But at this point, like I understand why she's mad because her children have been threatened. Man, that's she, Janie needs okay. to ground her for her life. <laughs> she's like, what's the big deal? I'm like, come on. No. You know, I actually had issue with that um, because I did not think it was as big of a deal in terms of the threatening. I at n- not one point did I think that Danny was going to harm her. I thought he was going to really screw with John or make John feel very insecure about what was going on between uncle and niece, but I really didn't think anything bad was going to happen to her. I didn't think he was going to do anything bad, but it was the fact that he used her to hurt John. It was it's a bad situation. He shouldn't have done it. Even though, well, they shouldn't have done a lot of things towards Danny, and uh, you well, know, yeah, Team Danny over Touché. here. So, <laughs> hey, Danny hey. does a lot of stuff to them too. Well, yeah, but obviously, we know that it's in response to how he was treated very early on, and subsequently, how he was treated for the rest of his life by the family. Yeah, he was are, the black sheep. My favorite mm-hmm. scene in this episode was when, uh, like, John comes down the stairs, and then Danny's sitting, sitting there, there, and then Danny just throws down. He's like, "Listen." Yes, I did something wrong. Yep. This is what I did, and you guys are screwed. How did you like that scene, Tyler, when uh, 
when Danny was sitting there and we didn't anticipate that he was going to be in the mix uh, with all the family I members there? I absolutely loved that. And actually, you guys, uh, I kind of failed to mention this earlier when you asked me about the script. When um, they, they in the script, it did kind of play it like it did in the show, where it, 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 you were not sure if uh, Enrique's character was looking at Ralph or Danny on the floor, and then right. uh, and it played out just like it did in, in the show when Danny was revealed um, in the script, and then it, it went right back, and you saw it was Ralph on the floor. So I loved that. Yeah, I love the way he called out Mama Rayburn. Just right in front of everyone. I know. It was great. It was finally the moment of just, we finally got to know what he was thinking this yeah. whole entire time. He's played the kind of he's silent. He's played the whole family. Yes. Down and he's your, kept everything in. Well, and yeah. beyond that, we finally got, uh, I mean, some level of what this yellow what do you note think was. It said? I mean, it obvious, it, it must have said enough where the, the response was that when Sally said, my son hates, hates me. Her, my son right. hates me. But so. he was going to read that note yeah. at the dinner. So it could have so been, I hate my parents. I don't know. say that in front of all of those Sure. Yeah. He might have wanted to call his parents out on being total not good parentes to him. Yeah, and it, I think it's still very possible that this note, like maybe he thought he was just coming back on the pilot episode to be there for that one event. And that's and it. Then and just get read his town. note, say his piece, get it off his chest, and then bail. I don't think that the entire season was really, you know, pre-planned. I, I think it kind that. of developed as he stayed and as he saw, he saw wow, the opportunity. Yes, he saw. I can really mess with these people. And you know, I actually thought there was going to be more to that note. I felt like when I, I saw Sally reading it, I was like, "Oh, it's going to get crazy! Like mm-hmm. we're going to know some crazy information that's right. on this note." And we really didn't yet. So it makes me wonder. Either one, it wasn't quite that bad. Yeah, it was hurtful to his mother, but it wasn't, you know, quite that groundbreaking. Mm-hmm. Or two, more of the contents of that note will come about in either episode 13 or season, season two. Season two. I thought about that too. Yes. That it, it's probably definitely going to come up again. I was really hoping for like a, you know, over the shoulder shot of the letter of just getting yes. even like four sentences. I was hoping for something. Oh, and it was like, nope. Not getting we it, Allison. We wanted that note the whole season. The whole season. Yeah. We've been dying for that. My favorite quote from the scene where Danny was was there with the whole family was when he said, I never felt safe in this house. Yes. And now none of you are safe in this house. And I was like, oh my gosh. But that's, nothing's going to happen to them. They weren't involved with the, I mean, what, Wayne Lowry's going to come kill a Rayburn? No. No, uh, that's you not know, happen. I mean, but well, I think even the threat of it. I mean, even at that point, everybody's super leery of Danny and his actions and what he's been doing and what he's got going on. And he keeps disappearing, and they don't know who he's hanging out with. And like all of this is going on. So I think any any little bit of threat from him just really puts them on edge, yeah. no matter what it is. And that's probably part of why he played with them so much was that it was easy for him too. Because even if he really wasn't gonna hurt Janie or he wasn't gonna actually do these awful things to various people it's in the family, about the fear of it. yes. And all he had to do was say it, or like to Meg, for example, when he would threaten her, he really didn't do anything to her, but he would threaten her, and he'd, mm-hmm. you know, say things to her to mess with her. I think it was all about the, the mental, emotional manipulation of everything. Everything and everyone. I yeah. love when he was like, I'm sure, to, when he's talking to Mom Rayburn, like, I'm sure John told you this. And you're just like, John, speak up. Tell her. Like, yeah. he didn't say anything. 
So that was like a little blip in his plan because John didn't just go crawling to mom and like spill the whole story. Oh no, John's keeping a whole lot from mom. Yes, he is. John John is a very good liar as well. And actually, uh, I don't remember who it was, but someone commented uh, on YouTube on one of our prior episodes and she asked for us to comment on what we believe to be the like Emmy nominated episode or what we be what we think is was probably each character's best episode oh. in terms of an Emmy nomination. And I really feel strongly that at least for John's character, mm-hmm. this episode, we saw layers to him that uh It's Kyle Chandler. He's amazing. <laughs> oh no, he's a, he's amazing. But I just think I think this was a great I was episode waiting for him. For that. <laughs> If you watch any of these shows, you know I am a huge fan of oh, Coach yes. Taylor. Uh, I love him. Tyler knows. Kyle Chandler. Yeah, we is- all know. <laughs> oh my gosh! I feel like the Florida actors have to have like an after show of our after show of like yeah, our kookiness. Yeah, you guys like. Hey, I do. I do want to tell you. You're right on. I think you're right on track with episode twelve as far as the Emmys go. A buddy of mine went uh, as part of that whole out in Los Angeles nice. where they, they do the Emmy previews and things like that. Yep. And they had a big bloodline. Um, uh, I forget what it was called. I'm sorry. I'm, I don't have all my technical jargon right. put together okay. for you. But they used episode 12. That's the one that they screened. Oh, and nice. all the Emmy voters were there and that sort of thing. So you're right you know, on track with that. I did read something interesting. Um, I forget if it was on like the rap.com or Variety or, or something like that. But... Um, Apparently, Ben Mendelsohn is being nominated as a supporting actor for I the show. See that. And I was actually surprised by that because, yeah. I mean, he's, he's a very, very central, yeah. yeah. So that, and I don't know if that's because maybe the contenders for lead actor in a, in a drama are yeah. at such a caliber where he has a better shot at winning. Uh, for best supporting actor, but that saddened me a little bit because I just think he, I want him to win over everyone. I completely uh, agree. <laughs> I think he should not be supporting. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, I, yeah, he's, he gets like tons of gold stars. As do you, Tyler, so. but I love, I do love me some Ben Mendelsohn now. I am no, for sure. It's okay. He's, him he's and got Jamie Dornan. more credits than I do. <laughs> Well, but you're on your way because yeah, you your are. reel got beefed up. Oh my yes. gosh. You definitely need to be cast in like all future serial killer shows. <laughs> and there are a lot. And I, would like, I would like nothing less than that. My my wife couldn't watch it, but uh, I, I would definitely like that for <laughs> I, I mean, it's like really, although, you know, I don't know how much comedy you, you would appreciate, but I could certainly see, um, I would love to see you doing uh, doing things like that because I find dramatic actors to be the best comedians as well. Some of them, not all well, of them. But I've, I've got a decent com- comedy. Uh huh. I felt. Well. I felt. Uh, we sensed it. Your Twitter. It. Your t- Twitter handle is Tyler Crave. So I was like, I know that there's something else going there's on some there. Cheekiness there. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Exactly. Well, that, it, it could be just as simple as Tyler Cravens was taken, believe it or not. Well, I'll just, I'll just pretend. That. I know. I was like, please, go let me it. pretend. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> let me just pretend. Um, we but did- as far as, like, this being, like, John's, like, shining moment, mm-hmm. the, when they're on the beach, right? Like, from him sitting in the car to the end of the episode. Yeah. 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 It's like, what is yeah. John going to do? You is mean sitting in the up? car, are you saying when he was looking at the motel room or sitting in the car before he went out to see Danny when on he's the... Like, sit, like, he's about to go speak to Danny. He's like, Holding the gun. Got it. Then you're like, what is it? Like, th- mm-hmm. from there to the end, I was like, just take it all. Yeah. Take it all. <laughs> I mean, talk about a Emmy winning episode. I mean, all, I mean, the craziest thing happened in this episode. At the end of the episode, I, it's like no one saw it coming. I really. And we knew Danny was going to die. 
I don't know if I knew that. I knew that. Come on. I know. I honestly, I didn't know that. And I, you, as as all of our viewers know, I am the IMDb research maven. <laughs> she is. And I she did is. not see that coming. I really, truly. Yeah, I gotta agree. I did not really see it coming either, especially the way that it happened. I, I did didn't know not, the way it was gonna happen. Yeah, but. I did not see that happening at all. But yeah, Kate, you're kind of referencing the moments at the beginning, kind yeah. of the flashback moments that we saw early now, on in the episode about the truck. I, and I had a feeling that one of the three siblings was going to kill him because we saw the flash forward of John carrying him through the woods. Yes, we didn't absolutely know if he was dead, but he was pretty limp and unconscious, and so I thought he was dead. We see Meg, <laughs> the trunk thing, we saw a flash forward with that and the raining, mm-hmm. um, and you see the seersucker suit. So like, ev- And then we've seen the Kevin with the gun uh, flash forward too. So we've seen a flash forward with each of the siblings, and now you see how it all came together for Danny's demise. Yeah, I just always felt historically because of how the the creators of this show do things. Do things. I still had hopes that it was uh, trickery. Uh, it was editing trickery, and it was uh, deception. I know. I know. We're I, holding out hope. Yeah. So anyway, I I totally was. I mean, even when he was. You know, face down in the water, I still was thinking, uh, John's gonna go there and resuscitate him. Yeah. It's gonna happen. He's gonna pump the water out of his lungs. <laughs> Isn't it just weird that, like, Sarah drowned and now Danny drowned? Oh, right. yeah. I mean, yeah, wow. It's yeah, way too it's, close to home. It's some yeah. extreme foreshadowing there. But, yes. you know, let's talk about the conversation, too, that, that John and Danny had. Yeah. So, you know, they're discussing all of these major things. It develops into Danny saying, if you want me, if you want me to leave, beg me. Yep. And it just becomes this whole, like, just brother dueling, just ugliness. Right. And then even earlier in the episode, like, uh, who's it? Danny said to Meg, like, Mm -hmm. this thing that's going on with me and John, we're going to work it out. But stay out of it. But I was like, no, you're not going to work it out. It's not going to happen. How many times have I had this conversation of Danny leaving and then he comes back and then he drops him off the bus station and then he comes back? It's never going to end. And I think that's what John finally realized. And then that's what also finally broke John because it's it's a circle that they're never going to break out of. I just thought it was really telling that. Uh, you know, moments before everything really went down, John says, I can't hate you. And it's like, well, then what do you, co- uh, I mean, it's like, I love you, bro. I'm going to kill you. I can't hate you, but I can kill you. Well, that's because he snapped. He snapped. He, oh, no, yeah. he for sure but snapped. But that was his problem the whole time. Danny is like, you hate me. He's like, I, he could have handled this situation years ago if he actually hated him. Yeah. That's the whole problem with John. Do you it's know the whole guilt? It's the guilt. I think it's also very interesting because Danny says in the conversation, I want you to know what it's like to have to always apologize. And now mm-hmm. you can see that for the rest of John's life, he's going to be apologizing on some level to the, the other siblings he has, to his mother in the next season. I mean, we don't so, know. Somehow, so, so, in some way, Danny won? Kind of. Yeah. I mean, John literally, like, this is going to haunt John now for the rest of his life. Even though he's repressing it and he's saying everything's fine and, oh my, like... It's a really good point. Yeah. I mean, Danny, in which he's dead, but he is still haunting them. And he kind of mission accomplished. Like, now they feel what he felt. I know. And I think there's even... So dark. So dark. And there's even something to, to kind of add to it about the fact that he had the gun... As a possible murder weapon, mm-hmm. but but he didn't use it, and he just just with his bare hands, it was real personal. Just took Danny down. Yeah, 
There was oh. that whole extra. Well, what did you guys? I'm sorry to interrupt. No, what did you guys least... think about Danny laughing there once the fight ensued? <gasps> it's him you know, knowing he that, won. I thought that really added to the whole horror of the moment. Yep, a yes. hundred million percent. You know what it reminded me of, though? It reminded me of a couple episodes ago where he kind of took that little leave from the inn and he went down to where did he go? He went someplace and he got some drugs from Eric and he oh, went that and he was like party. Yeah, yeah, he went on his whole little bender for the weekend or yep. the night or whatever it was, and he got he found himself in that bar and he was just like asking for it with that big oh, right. uh, marine guy or yep. navy guy. He wanted and to get beat up. Yes, and he just allowed, not only allowed, but encouraged the guy to beat him up to a point where he just was just broken. Oh, no. And it's almost like he 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 wanted it. It, ha- it was some sort of self-gratification to like feel that, that pain on a physical level. And so when he started laughing when his own brother was doing this to mm-hmm. him and they were having this altercation, it just made me think of that moment and just think of how messed up Danny is. He's, exactly. That's what I was about to say. He's he's messed up. But I do think there's like a moment for Danny where he sees John cracking, who he keeps calling him the Boy Scout, right? He keeps calling John the Boy Scout. Mm-hmm. He's not going to do anything wrong. And now they're going to have this big physical tussle. Like he came at him from behind. With, and a, hit him with like a log. Yeah. Oh, with yeah. some beech wood. Yeah. yeah. You know, so for Danny to laugh there, like that's him feeling like a win. Yep. Yeah, and then he gets killed. Tyler, when you were watching this episode, what was your thought on the fact that John was the one that actually took Danny out? You're asking me that? Yes. <laughs> oh. I'm sorry, I missed the Tyler part. Um, oh. <laughs> it broke up just as, just as you said that. Um, I thought it was very perfect. I, I thought it was telling. I, I, I actually anticipated that. You guys thought it might have been some of the others. I, I had thought for a little while through the episode that Chelsea might have had a little more doing in this than anything. Interesting. Um, and she might show up at any moment. Um, but uh, once I, once I, when I was reading the script, once I read where they were and what was happening and how remote the setting was, I really felt that that was going to be it. Oh. Um, and, I, and, I, and I was just so impressed the way that they did it because it was so unintentional and, and mm-hmm. John really did just lose it and uh, yep. I, I think he was more surprised than anybody else that he, that he did what he did um, that's I, just also, how I, feel about I also it. think John was really hurt with ch- bringing up Chelsea uh, that Danny used Chelsea to go talk to John mm-hmm. I did not right. see that coming that he that Danny sent her and I did because there was something John. about the way she reacted to him when she when he asked her where he was. There was mm-hmm. just something about the way she answered it. it, it, it there, there's there's some there's some tells mm-hmm. with people when they lie. They generally will look away or they'll blink a lot or there's there's just you know these psychological things. And and I felt like as the actor, she kind of gave us a little bit of a tell. Yeah, she's uh, been just, amazing just for the whole me. series. I, yeah. Yeah, she she can do no wrong in my opinion. Yeah, no, she was definitely spot on this season. It was a great yeah. role for her. Um, but yeah, that was even harsher because Danny knew that John knew this guy was going to come and kill him, and yet his brother right. didn't stop it. Yeah, so it was just like more fuel to the fire of how much I hate you. I couldn't <laughs> believe that moment actually when John drove away after he saw Ralph like approaching the motel room yeah. and literally. I, that I I didn't see that I I thought something might happen where he stepped in on some level. Nope. When that call came in over the radio and he just didn't yep. even answer, ignored it. Yeah, you could see there was that personal struggle, but still didn't do anything. Right. 
Yeah. 100%. Yeah, I, I had to reread that part of the script. I thought I misread it. Oh. I went, I went back a couple of pages and thought I had misread it when I first read the script. Crazy. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Well, I know. This this episode was a complete doozy, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, everything was shocking and amazing all at once, and we just can't wait for episode 13. It's going to be so just I'm sure it's going to blow our minds even more we probably have no idea what's even in store for us right <laughs> You're, we're going to watch it now and then you can watch us talk about it at 11pm <laughs> yeah we're going to be doing it at 11 o'clock tonight That's the right. finale a, a two part finale spectacular it is it's a tonight. bloodline spectacular <laughs> Tyler let us know uh, what we can keep an eye out for with you do you have any projects or anything you're working on um, yeah, I just uh, did an episode. It's a very small scene um, on Graceland. Cool. And that's in se- season six, which comes up. Uh, I think they actually June twenty eighth or somewhere around there at the end of this month. They they come in, uh, bring in season six. I'm in episode six. I play um, an FBI agent. Nice. Uh, kind of a translator, Nico McGarian. I play a. Um, uh, this, I forget. It's. Um, oh, it's. Um, gosh, I totally drawing a blank on my nationality on this show. <laughs> um, but it, Armenian? But uh, I'm a translator, Armenian? and it's a small scene, and, and it may recur, but we'll see. Okay. Um, that's all I've got going on now. I'm auditioning a lot, and uh, we'll see what happens. Awesome. Well, we will keep an eye out for that. Where can everybody find you also on social media? Sure. you got Tyler Crave uh, on Twitter, yep. and then uh, that's about it. You could hook me up on Facebook, and uh, Tyler Cravens on Facebook, and then I've got nice. a website, TylerCravens.com. Nice. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us tonight. This was excellent to hear all of your insight, and it was just really wonderful to get mm-hmm. to talk to you. Uh, it was my pleasure, guys. I, I really enjoyed what you've done, and truly, I've, I've gone back. I've watched every one of your episodes, and you guys have been spot on. <gasps> doing a thank great job. You. Thing, we so. appreciate it. Stay in touch with us. We're, we'll. I mean, obviously, you know where to find us. So, yep. and we we expect <laughs> right. to be back for season two. Yes, for sure. That's right. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> well, good luck in all your endeavor, lady, and all your endeavors, ladies. Thank, thank you. you. Have so a great much. night. Same to you. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye, Bye. Tyler. Bye. He was great. Oh, he was exciting. They're He's, all great. I love yeah. the actors are doing it. They're the exactly. best. I, I hope they fly us out to set for season two. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> we need to start planning that scene now. We do. Yeah. yeah. Can Bloodline we, writers. Road trip. Us in. Yeah. That's right. You can write us in. We could be working at a coffee shop. We can be like the newscasters for something. Come on. I know. They, they can find something for us. Something. We can be like standing like in behind. I, I don't know. Be guess. We can just be guests at, at the, the end. <laughs> I can be on vacation. I can play a vacation. I support that. I like it. Yes. I like it. Let's make that happen. Okay. Awesome. Good, good episode, guys. Good recap, guys. I love all of it and I'm like so amped for episode Let's 13. Go watch it's going to be crazy. 13. Let's go. All right guys, tune in uh with us in uh at 11 o'clock tonight. You can catch the finale, finale. show. We're going to cover it. I've been your host Blake V. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Blake V Media. I am Allison Dean. You can find me at <laughs> the Allison Dean everywhere and on our YouTube show Winos and Onesies. That's right because it goes really harmoniously with Bloodline. Of course it does. Okay. Uh, thanks for watching, guys. I'm Kate Aquilano. You can find me on all social media at Kate Aquilano. And I'm Mary Lou Mandel. You can find me on all social media at Mary Lou Mandel. Yay! Bye, thanks for joining us. Thank you. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. 
To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, see you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.